What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode to shed it. <laughs> yes, so excited to record this week. I really am. I just said that to Selena. I'm so excited to record. We have a juicy, juicy, juicy mm-hmm. bit for you today. Yeah. So excited to get into the show. Mm-hmm. The summer shows have been hot. Hot and heavy. They have been. Yeah, we had Cruel Summer. That was uh, nice and messy. Uh-huh. We have the show this week, which is also messy. Yes. Obsessed. And if anybody is watching The Real Housewives like I am, you know that there is a lot going on. Beverly Hills is having a monster of a season. <laughs> it's so good right now. New York is struggling, but, you know, I love those ladies. <laughs> um, And Potomac starts this week. Mm. And Potomac is going to be it's gonna be so good i just cannot wait for potomac to start it's just like it's a bravo summer yeah you need to do another housewives episode i'm going to we're planning it's it's in the it's cooking we're cooking good because i know the people want it oh yes (laughs) and i want to get into it that's why i haven't like really been talking about it because i'm like saving it i'm Mm. just like marinating i'm forming my thoughts and opinions i'm getting it together Mm -hmm. so i can just bam hit them with a whammy love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) but speaking of housewives my quote this week comes from the real housewives of new york ramona says take a xanax calm down (laughs) take a xanax (laughs) and that is just my mood for this week because uh, you know like you guys know i've been a little stressed and this week is just like no take a xanax have a drink calm down okay yeah I like that. We're in the home stretch. <laughs> Calm down. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about you? Mine comes from an old movie called The Purchase Price. And the character says, I'm sick of nightclubs, hustlers, bootleggers, chiselers, and smart guys. And I am just right there along with her. I am just so sick of the male species. Wow. I... They're just like cannot act right. Like me and the men right now are just like not in alignment. Mm. You know, it's I'm just I'm on like day 14 of ignoring somebody and they just keep texting me every day. Hello. Day 14. Like it's been two weeks since I've answered this one particular person. I'm just like, sir. That's wild. Take the hint. No, like literally no response. Not even like a hey. And then the no, like no response. Hello. That's so strange. And then like somebody else, they just, you know, I think they they try to tech me for idiots. (laughs) And I was like, no, (laughs) I'm not. No. (laughs) Another day of hating men. (laughs) So that's where I'm at. I'm just like over it. And I'm like, this last weekend I went out with some friends and we ended up at the strip club. And I'm just like, I can't keep doing this, guys. I'm too old. <laughs> it's just, it's too rough. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That life is just not for me. There are any matchmakers listening. You're going to need your services. Matchmakers should be more of a thing. I feel like they are. Oh, really? I feel like they're a thing for certain communities. Like, the Indian people have matchmakers. Yeah. But, like, just a normal matchmaker? Like, is that a thing? I don't know. I feel like mm, I feel like any like normal contemporary man that's like not like in his 40s or 50s would feel like going to a matchmaker is desperate. 
Really? That's in my head what I would think. Mm. Okay. You know? Well, I'm sure matchmakers have their ways of like searching for men. It's not just the men approaching them. Well, yeah, for sure. They mm-hmm. they like cast. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, so that's where I'm at in life. Mm-hmm. We, I was about to say we love that, but we don't love that. We don't love that. But we're manifesting for it to get better. Yes. For the both of us. For the both? Oh, yeah. Oh, you I'm too. saying, like, you know, my my stress. Yeah, for sure. I was yeah. like, you're not having man problems. <laughs> no, <laughs> just my general life problems that all stem from this goddamn education. Anyways. <laughs> Okay, let's get into let's it. Let's get into the show, guys. We're talking about what everybody's talking about. We're all watching it. We're all we all have our thoughts. We've mm-hmm. all we all have our TikTok um <laughs> reaction videos, Sex Life on Netflix. Yes. Let's get into it. Cuz baby, this, I have thoughts. This show was messy, okay? <laughs> like the epitome of mess. And yes. I mean, I liked it because it reminded me of 365 DNI with Massimo. Okay. Netflix is raunchy. It like, is they, raunchy. They show everything. Half of the show is literally sex scenes. Yeah. But I was here for it. <laughs> I was. I had so many issues with the, sh- the shows, the characters, the writing, the acting. Okay. I had a problem with everything. <laughs> Break it down. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Let me go to my notes because there's so many. Okay. Um, First scene out the gate. Um, What's the girl's name? Billy. Billy. Billy and Cooper try to have sex. The TV's on. He's watching the game. This is why I don't like to have sex with the TV on. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, literally that first episode, I was like, this is me and Selena. Like, I just... <laughs> I just I can't with the TV on during sex like he was distracted and that happens during sex if you have the TV on you're one of two kinds of people you said me because of the music right yes okay (laughs) guys so this is a conversation me and CZ have all the time are you somebody that likes to have sex with the TV (laughs) on or are you somebody that likes to have sex with music on I am a music person Selena Selena is a TV person I don't believe in music during (laughs) sex I don't believe in it but the TV is distracting but the music is worse <laughs> the music is cringy no anyway so that was my first problem mm-hmm. biggest problem i had with the show is cooper cooper is a fucking psychopath and an awful awful person you don't like him no why explain okay i thought he was he was bad but he was the better of the two men <laughs> um well yes for different reasons though mm-hmm. um cooper is not actually attentive. Mm -hmm. He has no personal boundaries. He violates her, her privacy. Mm -hmm. Um, the reading of the journal. Oh, you have a thing with violating privacy though. I really do. Like, do not cross the lines with me. You guys, a man went through Adriana's (laughs) phone and she literally broke up with him in that moment and never spoke to him again. And that was like her whole man. (laughs) Yeah, that, he followed me to another country. <laughs> that was her whole man. I have a problem with that. Like, don't cross the line. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm a big believer in the fact that, like, everybody doesn't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... I think there's a problem with, like, full, full disclosure. Like, n- there's some information that's completely 
irrelevant and unnecessary for like happiness. Mm-hmm. And him violating her privacy and reading her journal as someone who journals, like I would, it would be over. <laughs> Do you mean journaling like her? Because she was doing a lot. She was doing a lot, but that's your private space. It's like somebody going into your mind. It's like being with somebody that could read your mind. Like they're not supposed to know everything that you think and feel and everything because the way internally, I think there's something that like you can think about or like sit on in your head and never act on, never follow through Mm -hmm. with. And it just doesn't ever go anywhere. So it's like, if somebody knows that it's like, and that's not a productive thing because it doesn't exist anywhere outside of your brain. It just, like it, it, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. I feel you. Okay, but let's backtrack for a second. So Seth's life is about this woman named Billy. She has two kids. One of them is a newborn. And her and her husband don't have the most fulfilling sex life. So she starts journaling about her ex from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And her husband ends up reading the journal. Mm-hmm. So the show is about everything that ensues afterward, which is absolutely crazy. I mean, I wasn't expecting that. I thought this was going to be him and her like rekindling their marriage and like lighting the spark again but like homegirl whatever he did was not enough for her and that is what bothered me i don't Mm. like okay i don't like shows where people be cheating because (laughs) i just feel like it's not fair i've been cheated on it's not fun so like when a main character is cheating or tempted to cheat i just like can never resonate with them (laughs) i don't like shows where people ruin their lives for no reason yes i had a problem (laughs) with the fact that she started drama you know She's so smart, she's dumb. Yes. Like, this could have all been avoided if she just had a damn, like, password-protected program to do this journaling. Instead, mm-hmm. she's using a Word document, knowing that her man is reading the journal and continuing to journal. Like, after you read the first entry, you wouldn't have had a second entry to read exactly. because I would have shut this shit down. You would It would have been under a lock and key. Mm-hmm. I would have had a password on the, on the computer. I would have had a password on the document. Like, you wouldn't have been able to read anything else. And we would have had to have a sit-down, stern talking to about personal boundaries and respect. Yeah, like, uh, she was dumb. She had no... She really had no respect for herself. Because throughout the show, you see how the ex treated her in these flashbacks that she's writing about. And you see how her current husband is treating her. And she just takes everything. She takes the cheating, the lying, the craziness. Like, girl, all of this could have been avoided if you would have put your man or your ex-man in check. But no, you just let things happen. Also, if she had just been vocal and had a conversation with him about her her sexual needs and desires. Mm-hmm. Honey, you haven't eaten me out in 18 months. That's a problem for me. After six months, if you're not talking, there is something wrong with you, honey. And you know what my fundamental problem with this entire show was? What? She was a therapist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she was studying psychology. She was real dumb to be a psychologist. I was like, um, are you, we're not, we just don't apply any of our knowledge to our lives. Like, okay, what a waste. Yeah. I was, I was so frustrated with the fact that the characters just seemingly were awful people. Yes. 
that's also another thing I don't like in shows. I don't like shows with char- characters that are fundamentally bad people. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like... And I hate, I hate to call some a character that's, like, complex and not the norm or, you know, maybe outside of, like, what we conventionally think of how a woman should act and feel as a bad character. But I think that you can be, like, messy and layered and have, like, unconventional desires and rules for um, applying, like, applying to your life and still be a fundamentally good person. I don't think, like, somebody that I consider as a good person is somebody that's upfront, caring, honest, true to their word, like, doesn't put the other person in harm's way of being hurt or maligned or feel... um, just, I don't know. It, it. I just feel like she wasn't, she didn't have her husband's back. At all. And she didn't even have her own back. No. Even, so, even when the, you know what bothered me too? Like she just let people walk all over her. The friend hooked up with the Oh my ex. God. The friend is not a friend. <laughs> yeah, no. And she was just like, okay, yeah. Like what? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Her friend, I'm sorry. That's not. Okay, first of all, her be- this is supposedly her best friend, her ride or die, her 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 main bitch. Mm-hmm. And you dated this man for years, was pregnant by him, was going to marry him, and you think like, oh, you're just gonna hook up with him on the sly and still be cool and not ever say say anything. Like, I'm sorry, all girl code is out the window. Yeah, it, this it isn't just sense. somebody that you know and you're like, oh yeah, I know that those people used to date and I'm gonna hook up with the guy. That's totally different. That was your best friend and her man whose home you have been in when they were together. And now you're going over there to sleep with him? That was her baby daddy, even though they never had the baby. Right. Like, that was sick. Uh, that was sick. I could not believe that Sasha could even show face. Like, she, you're not shame? That was... Girl, you're not shame. And I can't Nastiness. believe... Nastiness. And I can't believe that Billy actually forgave her. Oh, yeah. Like, what was the reason for that? And I guess, like, the rationale behind it was, oh, yeah, like, they've swapped guys before. But, like, it's not the same. It's obviously not the same if 10 years later you're still pining after this man while you're married. And you he- were almost the mother of his children. Like, you were in a relationship, wanted to be with him... I just, that was absolutely disgusting. I thought, yeah. like, I really liked the actress that was playing Sasha. And after that, I just could not even get into I was like, I'm done yeah. with you. Like, and again, like, not a good person. Yeah. Not a good friend. Don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else didn't I like? I hated her kid. <laughs> the little boy. I you just, didn't like, like I just, like, couldn't stand him. <laughs> like, I felt like they wrote him to be the most... Um, like annoying little kid ever. I just was like not into him. I just oh, was like no. not feeling like Cooper and the son and like her family. Like I didn't mind Cooper. I feel like uh, although he was not attentive, like that's something that could have been worked on. She just like pushed him to the limit and like nothing that he ever did could please her. Okay, but also Cooper's like a psychopath. You do not read your wife's journal and then internalize it and then try to become the man and then stalk him. (laughs) I'm sorry. It wasn't stalking. It was one following of one day. 
I'm sorry. You <laughs> followed him into the shower. What were you hoping to get out of this? That scene was crazy. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> that is his real penis. No way. It's not a prosthetic. That's him in the flesh. Did they cast him because of the size? I think so. <laughs> because they probably were like... That's probably something they needed. Like, you they gotta, have a, you you gotta, gotta have, have a big... You have to be gorgeous and have a big old... And he was tall. I like that he was tall. Yeah. Um, if you're that good looking, like, wow. And you have that. That's what wow. you're working with. It's wow. Wow. <laughs> good for you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like, I just thought Cooper was a psychopath. You have a... Okay, but you have a very big thing with uh, people looking through your things. But for it, other people, it's not that big of a deal. It's not even the looking through the things. It's the constant violation of her privacy. Like, I just feel like... Okay, you do it once. Okay, but to continually do it for weeks to torture yourself... But once yourself, you start, you can't stop. But then, like, also, is she not allowed to have... I don't know. I just... I understand, like, the control and kind of like hold that people feel like they are entitled to have over their spouse but I don't think it's like a problem to fantasize about somebody else if you're not going to take it there okay I think that's healthy I agree and it's like a man watching porn Mm -hmm. like you're fantasizing about that girl that you're watching you're putting her in your head on your body even if you're she's not there to physically pleasure you Mm -hmm. and I just feel like he, he could have allowed his wife to have that it's messed up because it's an ex but you shouldn't have known that because you have no sense of like boundaries like i don't care what you're doing for her i just didn't feel like this is and then also like he didn't listen to her she's like i need like more of you sexually like Mm -hmm. as the, the episodes went on and like everything came to a boil he was like i could have cheated on you whatever and then like the neighbor and her fr- and the best friend yeah brought them to the sex party mm-hmm. when that happened and she was clearly uncomfortable clearly didn't want to be there clearly that didn't was fucked want- up on his part he 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 doesn't listen he could he didn't like pick up on any sense of like how she was feeling in the moment he just kept putting thoughts in her like in her mouth like this is what you want this is what you're saying and it's like no if you would just like calm down and listen to me like you might be able to like we might be able to get out of this together and i just don't think he ever truly did that Mm -hmm. i didn't like him i didn't mind him okay can we talk about the ex um brad he was toxic brad is toxic brad was extremely toxic i mean Girls, do not date you a man with parental issues. They're the worst. They will never get over it. Daddy or mommy issues. Like, they will drag you through the mud. Like, that's exactly what this woman went through with this man. And she was right for leaving him. And I just find it so unbelievable that he met his dad and all of a sudden, like, he was perfect for her. And I feel like they tried to set it up in a way that's like, oh, you know, they're lovers that will always go back together. When it's like, no, he did some fucked up shit and he does not deserve to be with anyone because of that. Or he deserves to find somebody else 
Yeah, like find someone new and like be the better man to that person. Exactly. Your the ex has moved on. Yeah, and I don't like shows that perpetuate the idea of no matter what somebody does to you, if they're meant for you, like you just go back to them. Yeah, like, I don't like hell that either. No, I did not like that message in the show at all. Um, and then also, like, once again, like you said, I don't like it when people ruin their life for no reason. This lady <laughs> had a rich husband, a beautiful life, beautiful home in Connecticut, two kids, had, like, stayed at home, didn't have to do nothing with her life. Like, what is wrong? Explain the problem. Please. Right. I get like, a vibrator. Not even get a vibrator. Just have a conversation with your husband and be like, yo, I need you to go down on me. <laughs> Like, I need us to have sex without the football game on. Like, just be... How about that? Like, be an adult and communicate. You're a therapist. Like, you should be... You have coached people through all of this. I just, like, did not understand her her rationale. I can understand the journaling. But, like, once the journaling became a problem, like, now it's time to sit down and discuss this as a, as a married couple or married adult couple. Yeah, so I think what went wrong with this show was the writers wanted to create something messy, something intriguing, which they did. I enjoyed watching the show, Uh but the crazy things that they wanted to happen, they did not match the characters. Like, uh, these characters did not feel like real people. No, they didn't. Yeah. None of this would actually take place in real life. Exactly. Even though, though, I did read this is based on a true couple. What? <laughs> this story is based on a true story. But I I literally just read that a little while ago and I was like, this is even more mad to me now. Okay, so, but still, like, the, I could understand how this could be based on a real story, but the way that these characters moved, it just didn't make sense to me. Oh, at all. The things that happened made sense, but the way the characters moved didn't. And, like, she was frantic. Mm-hmm. The entire show. For oh, me. I hated how she was so cry cry. The cry cry, the running into the city. Like, girl, how long have you been on this train to, from Connecticut to New York? Like, it's not a hop skip. It's not like you're going over to Brooklyn. No. Like, like if you're on this train for like two, three hours going yeah. into the city and you're just running over there every chance you get to hunt down this man or hunt down your best friend that's fucking the man. Like, yeah. I was just like so over. All of the characters. Like, I was over it. I was yeah. just like, this is so not realistic. It was I just- really unrealistic, yeah. Like, and the baby was just silent the whole time. Like, she would bring the baby with her and the baby would just be <laughs> in the carriage, like, silent. Right. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, I mean, I-, I did like it, though. It was a good little fun watch. It was messy. It was definitely messy. What did you think of Cooper's boss, Francesca, just being oh. so damn desperate? She was hot. She was hot. I really like, like, she was hot. She reminds, it's like she's giving me Lucy Liu vibes. Yes. I was like, yes, girl, come through. She was sexy with it. She like, was. She, she had a and nice I, body. Her wardrobe, wardrobe. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Loved that for her. Um, and, I mean, here's the thing with these men. And I wouldn't call the boss desperate because... In that world, and when everybody's coupled up, like those that rich, you know, investment uh-huh. banker world, like you gotta pounce on them when you can. True. These little girls that be taking people, man, they be desperate. They be acting desperate because that's how you get them. That's true. So, but she she was like, "Here's the apartment key." Da da da. I was like, "Damn!" Like throw it at him any harder. 
I mean, hey, she's playing the game. I guess. I just was like, I don't know. I just felt like she, I just felt like she was so fabulous that she could do better. She probably could do better than Cooper, but you know. That's just how I felt. I was like, he's one, your subordinate. Two, yeah. girl, he's going to be divorced with two kids. Like, yeah. you are not trying to play stepmommy, please. Like, yeah. go be fabulous and like find a Saudi prince. Like, I don't True. know. I just wanted better for her. I just hated Cooper. <laughs> you really hated him and I didn't. And then like, okay, for instance, let's talk about his best friend. His best friend was like, Loki, the best and the worst. Like the best and the worst. He was he his intentions were in the right place, but like every time he tried to help out, like wrong. When he went, took him out for that big boys' night out and took him to that sleepy little bar with the ex-girlfriend, I was yeah. like, what is this? How is he getting his mojo back here? Like, yeah. sir, what are you thinking? Where are the strippers? Where are some titties? Like, where's the stack of bills? Like, yeah, no, what? Not <laughs> what I was expecting. Um, But I feel like men, that made sense to me because men don't make sense. <laughs> and I feel like the, like, your good, good man will have boys that will just like, entice him to cheat on you and that's exactly what he did it was supposed to be getting the bde back but instead it was just like no just cheat on your wife because i cheat on my wife too and i need a friend <laughs> yeah it was just like weird that setting was not it like he could have cheated in a club like it I, I was just like where where why aren't we popping bottles like yeah i just i don't know i needed to see like something different also they're white keep that in mind <laughs> yeah, but even white guys like a night at Tootsie's. Like, come on. Eh, Miami. No. A every man loves, like, not ev all guys like strip clubs, but, like, a lot of guys like strip clubs. True. Um, all, and then, and then when we get to the sex party with him and his wife, mm -hmm. um, I just felt like Cooper was just so out of line and wrong. Like, your friend is trying to put you on to something. It might not be your flavor. It mm -hmm. might not be something you necessarily love or get into. But clearly his heart was in the in the right place. Mm -hmm. He was he was opening up a part of himself that's clearly very private and like yeah. to himself. Because you had no idea. Mm -hmm. You let his wife suck you off. Mm -hmm. And then you turned around and called her a slut. Yeah. So what are you? That was very sick. You just let the misogyny just jump right out. No problems, no safety. And then you beat him up. I was done. I was at that point I had been done with Cooper, but I was just like, you are such a misogynistic, selfish asshole. Like you're yeah. not listening to your wife. You this I feel like when people move into territories of like unconventional um methods within their relationship mm -hmm. like there are certain rules and like judgments that you leave at the door exactly and cooper wanted to participate and then turned around and judged everybody mm -hmm. and i just i just feel like somebody like that is not like you're missing the point you're yeah you're not hand like this is not the way it's done and billy too i mean i feel like i want to know if men 
wrote this show because the whole show just kind of seemed misogynistic. It's like uh, Billy used to live this hot girl life doing crazy shit or so they made it out to be and then she wanted to be wifey but she couldn't leave it behind. Like uh, that was also a little bit misogynistic to me and then when she finally gets to the sex party and you think oh like she's this wild girl you know this is what she likes it's like then she judges everybody too and she's not into it either Mm -hmm. and it's just like it seemed it the care the characterization it just didn't match Mm -hmm. and i mean uh, i just feel like this is what men think housewives feel like they get bored in their relationship and they think back to like their wild times and you shouldn't be wifing up the girl that used to be a hoe because she's always going to be a hoe you know yes that bothered me that was the whole thing of the show at times i felt like billy just it's not so much that she missed being wild she just missed having sex with brad okay to to me like i feel like i i completely agree with you in the fact that i do think like this is what men think women of a certain age and like within a certain life feel Mm -hmm. um but I just felt like at the core of who she was as a character, she didn't necessarily miss the days of going out all night or partying it up with different men. She just wanted to go back to Brad. She wanted to get her o- old thing back. That's where it was confusing because as some the whole show, like she was just fantasizing about, about Brad. But the things that she would say, say were yes. just like, I miss my old life. I used to be so free, mm-hmm. like this and that, you know? Yeah. It didn't match up. It didn't match. Ugh. Yeah, that was that was a big problem. She just didn't feel like a real woman. I don't think so either. She seemed like a trope or like a stereotype. And then let's talk about the ending. Ugh, the ending was a mess. They <laughs> I was very mad. Okay, so I really wanted the show to be resolved with, like, her and her husband working it out and, like, her moving on. Because she has, like, two baby kids. Where where is she going, realistically? Like, she's not going anywhere. That's the problem. She's not working. She's taking care of these two young kids. Mm -hmm. She's got this beautiful home and, like, everything she needs to facilitate running this, being, like, the hands-on parent of this household yeah she's not going anywhere and she loved her husband and her husband loved her like no matter what issues they both had so like i thought okay this is ending well they figured it out and then randomly she's just like no i'm gonna fuck him i'm gonna fuck my ex yeah she's like it's still not enough yeah like who can relate to that (laughs) that's my thing when i i feel like if if she had been a man like this would have made sense Yes, (laughs) but like she's a woman and it just like doesn't make sense. I can understand like still being like, okay, maybe the core of what I think her problem was is that like the sex would just never is never has never been as good with Cooper as it was with Brad. And now that kind of that initial like elated version of love with Cooper had died down it's like the sex, like the love wasn't getting her high enough. Oh. Like she literally needed the 15 inch penis to get her that high. So that's why she was fantasizing about Brad. It's not even so much of like the freedom that she wanted or anything. She just wanted a 15 inch penis. But I feel like that's that it's just such an immature 
mentality to cheat like of course sometimes the best sex of your life isn't the person you end up with right so that's like that's move kind on. of the normal thing move on and you're what is he is cooper just supposed to sit at home and wait for you to come home right like, like, it, what do you think is gonna happen here it just seems so unrealistic yeah like is your husband really supposed to just be sitting at home with your two kids while you go fuck your ex exactly and you i mean maybe they need an open relationship but she didn't bring that up to him and obviously she was thoroughly upset when he got his dick sucked at the party so right she wouldn't be okay with (laughs) an open relationship she's proven that already so she just wants her cake and to eat it too she's wild she's as wild as the men that think like this exactly this show had to have been written by some men some men were in the writing room let me see. Who are the writers? <laughs> Series writing credit. JC, Jamie Denig, B.B. Easton, Stacy Ruscher, Rashida, Kimberly. A lot of women. Okay. I don't know. But the two main writers for all eight episodes um, is a guy, a guy, I think. Jamie. Jamie. That could be a guy or a girl. Mm, no picture hmm. um yeah i don't yeah. know about this one i don't know about this one either i just felt like they were all really awful people and yeah. i wanted the worst for them and they <laughs> got it like i at in a part of me felt like cooper got exactly what he deserved because mm-hmm. he didn't listen to his wife but also his wife is completely unrealistic and i felt like she was a little ungrateful like this guy Very. had come through after her heart had been broken a million and one times and treated her like a fucking queen like ma'am you have you have a beautiful life you have two kids this gorgeous house out in the country you're able to go into the city buy whatever you want you have this hot husband a nanny you don't have to work like bitch what's what's the problem what's the matter i don't understand the problem just the sex baby baby that's easy please take a (laughs) take a breath also like you're still breastfeeding like i'm sure you don't need to be like jump like doing the most right now (laughs) you know like let the part the postpartum just like completely pass yeah and then you can get back to it i just did not understand her at all i was just like you're you're not getting what your life is and cooper also had like no way he like did not have the the tools of like knowing how to deal with Mm -hmm. anything yeah and now i need to know the real story of what really happened because this was just wild but it was a fun watch like i watched it all in one day i had to see what happened next so i will say that (laughs) yeah i did too i like binged it very fast it was an easy watch but it was infuriating Mm -hmm. definitely yeah (laughs) tell us what you think guys did you watch it i know you did um what were your thoughts did you feel like me did you feel like selena did you feel differently from both of us how how did you think the show was yeah did you like these characters did you resonate with any of them let us know yeah all right guys it is now time for some tea 
Tea and time. I just want to follow up with the show that we're actually watching. Did you know that the two main actors of Brad and Billy Billy are dating? No way. In real life. It came out this week. Oh, that's kind of cute. Right? So He's like hot. They He's, met ooh. they met on set apparently and they've been dating ever since. Well, she's also beautiful. I think she she's is a beautiful very beautiful. Yeah. And she's also on that show that I just watched City on a Hill mm-hmm. that I was telling you about, the cop yeah. drama. She's in that also. Mm. Um yeah, so they're dating in real life. Well, after I saw that shower scene, I would have wanted him too right (laughs) love that um but in other news gossip girl premieres this week xoxo can't wait and i mean i'm excited for it i love the original gossip girl um i was very mad at how it ended but i digress it's a classic (laughs) um i'm excited to see what they do with the reboot but it, it already has some some red flags for me so the showrunners have decided that these rich kids of the Upper East Side are going to be, like, guilty about their wealth and they're their gonna privilege. They're going to be, like, woke. Yeah, they're going to be woke and they're going to talk about privilege and all of that. And I just think, like, that's not the way to go with this show. And there's, like, literally nothing worse to me than a woke white person. Like, it yeah. just, it's an oxymoron. It doesn't make sense. It's so annoying because they, they always try to, like explain it to you and it's like sweetheart you're not a person of color like, yeah <laughs> I, you don't need to explain a goddamn thing to me i don't like it when rich people are guilty about being rich me it's either like, just, i don't like that either just be rich and move on or be poor please <laughs> right <laughs> give away your money if you feel so bad yeah like uh, don't try to pretend like you understand the struggle and you feel bad and you empathize with it it's like no go be in the goddamn struggle right or shut up right yeah i don't like that either um we'll see how this ha- this goes but i'm very excited to watch it mm-hmm. and yeah i'm i'm like so i'm so old that like i read gossip girls when it was like first being published mm-hmm. read the series of books so i'm a o-o-o-o-g <laughs> I'm excited to see what they do. It's going to be fun. It looks like everyone's hooking up with everyone, which is classic. It's fun. <laughs> and what else do you have? Okay, so Gwen Stefani and Blake Sheldon have finally said I do. They got married last Saturday at an intimate in-home wedding and at their ranch in Oklahoma. We love that. The pictures were literally everything. Gorgeous. I sent them all to Selena he wore jeans. (laughs) Yes. She wore this like high low tulle um dress with sky high cowboy boots and like the little veil with the little florals. I was the appliques. I was dying. Yeah so it was custom Vera wing. I need a Vera wing dress. So do I. after this and Ariana right? with the short veil, right? Oh my god! Like I need a short veil. The short veils are everything right now. They're so cute. Yeah, I'm obsessed, definitely. Um, and I'm just so happy for them. Me and I too. think like, they are the cutest couple. I do too. I feel like they are just like so happy. Yeah. And you can tell like the love is genuine, mm-hmm. and they're just very. They're both so individual. 
-hmm. like he wore jeans like she wore a red lip like I just loved everything about it and I think like them as a couple is just like so unconventional but it just works it just works because they are so authentically themselves and real recognizes real (laughs) and they just are are everything I love them and they were married by Carson Daly oh they were yes which I think is so cute because obviously they were all on the voice together and that's how they met and Mm -hmm. they're all very good friends and I'm just like I love it and like the wedding cake was like that old style yes like okay column wedding I need that like I need it (laughs) I loved the the nostalgia of it all me too it was very like 80s yes with the tool on her dress Mm -hmm. and uh, I just loved it like literally died for it like I want to also get married in cowboy boots now like (laughs) and Apple wedding like I'm sorry we're not doing venues anymore that's so 2003 we're done with that we're getting married in our homes from now on (laughs) yes find yourself a man with a lavish home to marry Mm -hmm. inside of yeah or even do you remember selling sunset um heather heather heather's wedding yeah no the one that married the french guy that wasn't heather right oh no um that was what's her name i don't remember her name short hair girl yeah um and roman Mary. Mary. I was like, something with an M. Mary. Yeah. Mary's wedding at her client's home was also everything. Like, you, we need a home. Yes. We need a home to do these events. Yes. I love that. Love it. Mm -hmm. I just, I can't can't get enough of it. Yeah. Wow. Something good coming out of 2020. The at-home weddings are here to stay. I really do think so. Like, I think they're so nice. Mm -hmm. Between this one... Oh, and Ariana's. Ariana's and Morgan Stewart's. Oh, her wedding was fabulous. Oh my God. And her dress. Her second wedding. Oh, so cute. Like, I died for that. And I thought her first wedding was good. Yeah. But her second wedding, like, I just loved it. Like, that flower wall she got married in front of, in front of the stairs. I I just, like, died for that. Gorgeous. Um, yeah. I'm, like, here for it. And I'm here for the 80s nostalgia of it all. Mm Mm-hmm. Obsessed. Yes. In other news, um, Diddy posted something concerning (laughs) on Instagram. (laughs) It was a picture of him eating a mango and jumping into his pool, but the caption was... (laughs) I'll read it for you guys. He said... Oh my god. One day when I was growing up, I woke up and there was 15 roaches on my face. At that moment, I said, hell no. I refuse to live like this. Work hard, believe in your crazy dreams, and never settle. Hashtag love. So, this is my thing. Like, first of all, I know for a fact that Diddy, who grew up with his Kingston, Jamaica mother. Mm. Did not have a home, even if it was in the hood, where 15 roaches were crawling into his bed and onto his face. Not with his mother. Okay? So, first of all, you're lying. You're making your mother look bad. Mm. Because I know she bleached down the floors and wiped down the counter. Bleach is cheap, y'all. All of that. Like, don't do her like that, Diddy. Mm-hmm. First of all. Second of all, like, why lie? (laughs) Why do people assume poor people's houses are dirty? Like, bleach is cheap. Oh, my God. This is my biggest problem with American television that depicts poor people. I 
hate the association between like poor and unkept. Yeah. I just like cannot. I hate to like I, this is why I can't watch Shameless because they're so dirty and like <laughs> I just can't. I'm like where like why? What's the reason? Bleach is cheap. Why? I don't understand like the depiction of like I just don't under like I guess because maybe we're from the islands. Like I feel like so many people in the islands are like not ultra wealthy or even like mm-hmm. middle class. Yeah. Um. Like there's a huge disparity in income there, and everybody's house that you go into, you can eat everything off of. Like you can eat yeah. off the floor. Like nobody, like everybody's house smells like Dettol and bleach and and all of that. So it's just like. To me, poor does not equal dirty, and I just hate how American television and just, like, American media depicts poor people. Like, I hate when they go into Africa and they, like, they, like, record the kids and then there's flies and there's this and that. And I'm just, like, like stop. Like, yeah. no. Yeah, I don't understand why poor equals dirty in America either. Because cleaning products are relatively cheap. Mind you, like, the cheaper ones, I guess, are more dangerous. But whatever. Like, you're only buying nice cleaning products if you're rich anyway, not if you're middle class. Right. So, buy bleach from the dollar store. Soap, it would be a necessity to me. Like, if I was, you know, crunched for money. Right. Like, those are the things that you buy that are necessities. Like, your right. food and your cleaning products. Right. But I guess that's not the American mentality. I don't know. It was it's weird so i agree with you and like why did he say this <laughs> like who was the reason what was the reason you are eating a mango in that video living your hot boy summer like why did you mention the roaches crawling on your face because he like in the video he's saying he's like i never want to not be able to eat my mango and like look at the ocean and it's like okay that's fine but like why did the rope like why are the roaches in it? <laughs> why the roaches? <laughs> like why are you lying? That, okay, yeah, that was weird. I feel like as he gets older, he just gets like worse and worse. And like as a huge, huge, huge Diddy fan, stan, supporter, activist, like I love him so much. I just can't. Like I can't even support it. I have to like hide my head in shame. I have to rescind mm-hmm. all the love that I've once given him. Like I just don't understand what he's doing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I believe that if you are over the age of 40, you should not be allowed on social media, number one. Number two, I feel like when social media first came about, like, you needed to say a lot. You needed to say more. Now, we need to be saying less. Yeah, like... Everybody needs to reel it back in. Yeah. Stop talking. Mm-hmm. Stop. The motivation, like, everybody's motivated. Yeah. Like, no more, like, there's no need for any sort of motivational story, anecdote, anything from anyone anymore. Yeah. And it's like, saturated. And that is actually saturated. Exactly. And, like, most people, they they don't really be, they don't know how to talk. Like, they don't know how to give a good speech anyway. So, like, why? Why would you put other people through that? Why would you put yourself through that? Just, like, <laughs> leave it to the professionals that, you know, speak on social media. I don't want an Instagram story, Instagram video of you talking, hey, guys, like, no, we don't want it anymore. Right. It's bad for your brand. <laughs> Stop it. All of you. <laughs> I agree. That was weird. But the tw- the memes and the tweets <laughs> that come out of it 
were hilarious. I was dying. <laughs> dying. Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then the last thing we have for you guys is Meek Mill and Travis Scott allegedly got into a verbal altercation at a 4th of July white party in the Hamptons. Or I think it's the 4th of July white party in the Hamptons. Because mm. there's like one main one. Yeah. Have Do you we know what they were arguing about? No. The video is so abrupt, you don't really see either of them. You hear what I think is Meek Mill's voice saying, don't touch me, don't touch me. And then it looks like people are around them and like something's happening. Meek Mill's was very active at that party. He was. In the video of Lil Uzi Vert um, breakdancing, mm. Meek Mill's is like behind him, like, pl- like tickle fighting with James Harden. <laughs> Have you seen? No. They're like, he, I don't know. They're just like, he, 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 he. They're like, <laughs> and in the background of the oh video. Oh gosh. On Lil Uzi. And it's just like, what are you doing, Meek? Like, what are you doing? And then to hear this come out, it's like, hmm. Meek, Mill, and Travis Scott. It seems like an unlikely pair. It does. Like, what's the beef? Yeah. Interesting. Does Travis be fighting? I don't know. H-Town boy. He probably used to fight. <laughs> I mm, We know Meek Mill loves to fight. I feel like Meek Mills is like goofy. Yeah. And he probably like said something as a joke and Travis was like, don't talk to me. I'm a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me. I'm a Jenner now. And Baby mama cover for And Meek <laughs> took events. Like I feel like if I'm going to make up a story to this, that's the scenario I'm picturing. Like Travis was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> my and it popped off my story is that travis scott was really high and meek mill was really drunk and they just weren't seeing eye to eye like you know like that drunk and that high (laughs) conversation and it's just like what are you saying Like, like, you're not making sense. I'm taking offense to it. Yeah. Now we got beef. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, when you see people fight and it's like, why did you even fight? And they're just like, I don't know what he said. Mm-hmm. It was one of those. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That could have happened. Mm-hmm. And, like, the high vibe is way different than the drunk vibe. Because, like, when you're drunk, Too you different. can kind of understand. Like, you know, it's like, ah. But, like, if you're high, it's like, don't touch me. Right. Yeah. You get weird. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I think happened. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if any more details come out of this. I doubt it, but yeah. We'll see. Go watch the video on the Shade Room. Hmm. Let us know what you think. Yeah. So that's it for this week. Yeah. Short and quick episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the TVNT podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you are listening, whether that's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, all the places. Wherever you are listening to us, please leave us a five-star review. Tell us something nice. Only if it's nice. And if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to subscribe and to give this video a thumbs up. And we will be back next Friday with another episode to serve up the tea on the latest TV and pop culture news. Bye, guys. Bye.